You know it's going to be a good day when your biggest concern in the morning is collecting the crumbs falling from the McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit. Your only concern should be, has your day peaked too early? Enjoy every last crumb of the new McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit for only $3. And any size soft drink for just a dollar. And you'll get your day started on a high note. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Pens and learn 
and be able to digest this amazing work. Tonight, we are here. We're here on, on for the next hour. So here he is, ladies and gentlemen, the man of the hour, Dr. Bishop Optimo. God bless everyone. Thank you again, amen, tonight. My granddaughter, praise the Lord, for bringing us home tonight in the sweetness of the Holy Ghost. Tonight, amen, it's Thursday, and certainly, amen, we're here to bring you food for thoughts tonight. You eat this food, praise the Lord, and Jesus says, amen, if you eat this bread, you shall never die. So I'm saying, amen, if you eat this food that we're giving you tonight, amen, you shall never die. We're going to dive right into the word of God tonight because the word of God, amen, it keeps us, it nourishes us, and it keeps us, keeps us, amen, digging for more. And it, it elevates our spirit. There is nothing like, amen, hearing the word of God. Open up your spiritual ears tonight. Ask God to open your spirit to ears up. There are many times we think we know, but we don't know as much as sometimes we think we know. St. John 5, 39 says, search the scripture. For in them you think you have eternal life, but they are they that testify to me. We're going to call your attention tonight, amen. God bless each of you in Radio Land tonight and all, amen, the podcast of amen that is supporting this ministry, we give praise and give thanks to the Lord. We're going to call your attention tonight to the book of Romans, the sixth chapter, verse 6 through 17. And it reads as thus: Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the bite of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we shall not serve sin. For he that is dead is free from sin. Now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ, being risen from the dead, he dies no more. Death has no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died once unto sin. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise, reckon ye also yourself to be dead indeed into sin, but alive unto God. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Let not sin, therefore, range in your mortal body, that you should obey it in the lust thereof. Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourself unto God. As those that are alive from the dead and your members are instruments of righteousness unto God. For sin shall have no dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but is under grace. What then? Shall we sin? Because we are not under the law, but under grace, God forbids. Know you not that to whom ye yield yourself servant to obey, his servant you are. To whom you obey, whether it's sin unto death, or Obedient unto righteousness. But God be thanked that ye were the servant of sin, but you have obeyed from the heart the form of doctrine 
which are delivered unto you. Revelation 21, 7 through 8 says, He that overcometh shall inherit all things. And I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the fearful and unbelievable, and the abomination in murder and homeowners, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars, shall have their part in the lake, which run with fine brimstone, which is the second death. I read you the entire reading from Romans. 6, down to 17, and Revelation 21, 7 and 8. And we are what to talk tonight, amen, about the necessity of holiness. Jesus told you and I as Christians to be ye holy for I am holy. We as believers, amen, we must be like Jesus. Regardless of what the world say, amen, and the way, amen, they're twisting the scriptures up today, the scripture declares unto us, amen, we must be holy. Know this, that our old man is crucified with him. Our old man that died with Jesus Christ. And holiness is necessary for the Christian life, because we are dead to sin. We don't believe, amen, in pleasing sin if we don't accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and been filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. We are alive to Christ right here on this earth. Walking around here in this sense of earth, we still is alive to Jesus Christ because we crucify this old flesh daily. Holiness is necessary to see the Lord. You got to be holy in order to see the Lord. The Lord is coming back at a church without spot. If there is any spot, amen, in one life when the Lord come back, there is some consequence, amen, one's going to have to face. I would like to say tonight, amen. God is holy. God is holy. Capital unity, God is holy. Holiness is one of the characteristics of God. In other words, amen, he is chosen and he's absolutely pure and undefiled. Because of his attribute of God. He, can to, he, he cannot tolerate sin in any form or fashion. It is against his nature. God is holy. Amen. He can't tolerate sin in any form because that is against his nature. It was because of Lucifer's sin and God's holiness that Lucifer was cast out of heaven. Lucifer, also known as Satan, was one of the angels of heaven. But he became proud and created a hoof in heaven, a disturbing in heaven. Satan and those angels which followed his lead was cast out of heaven. Immediately, because God will not abide with sin. God didn't tolerate sin in heaven, and God is not going to tolerate sin in you and I. Yeah, if we say that we are Christians, I want you to listen closely to the word tonight. He didn't tolerate it, amen, with Lucifer. And Lucifer, one of God's archangels. But when he brought sin into heaven, God had to put him out. God created a beautiful world and placed Adam and Eve in a wonderful paradise called the Garden of Eve. The enemy 
deceive them. Now, speaking of the devil. However, and they sinned and lost their state of innocence. They were innocent, but they listened to the devil. Many of you is losing your innocence today because you are listening to the devil. The devil is deceiving young men, boys and girls, old men, old women. The devil is still deceiving you. Humanity faces several judgments because of their disobedience. Several judgments fell on humanity, amen, because Adam and Eve sinned. One aspect of the judgment was death. Man, amen. When Adam and Eve sinned, amen, man, amen, start dying. Before Adam and Eve, amen, sinned, there was no such thing as death. But when Adam and Eve sinned, disobeyed the Lord, amen, death was placed upon all humanity. It is appointed unto man to die, and after death then come judgment. We are leaving here. And many of us is leaving without Jesus Christ. They were sentenced to die. And they began to age. When Adam and Eve, amen, sinned, amen, they were sentenced to die. Then, amen, their appearance began to change. They began, amen, in a period of time, amen, started getting older. Their activity of their, of their limb was not the same. Their mind frame couldn't think like it did when they were in the garden. All of this, amen, humanity inherited. Look at us now, amen. No matter what we do, amen, we're decaying every day. That is because of sin. That is because our first parents disobeyed. They left their first estate. They left holiness. They left holiness. But the worst judgment of all were separated from God. Amen. They were separated from God when, amen, they sinned, the Lord, amen, separated them. They were not in the presence of God anymore. That is the worst, amen, criteria can come upon man is to be separated from God. They couldn't communicate to the Lord, amen, anymore after, amen, they had sinned. They broke that fellowship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Because of their sin, Adam and Eve lost. Even in their dark age of sin, it was dark then, but they, man, they had the glorious light of the, uh, of the Lord, amen. They didn't need the light of the moon or the sun at that time, amen. It was, they were in the presence of the Lord. They lost that light. But even in the dark age of sin, however, a ray of hope was beaming earthly from heaven. God had promised a redeemer to deliver the people from their sinful bondage. God promised them, I'm going to give you a ray of hope. I'm going to give you a little hope. But you're going to have to go through something. You're going to have to be punished for what you have done. But I'm going to give you a little ray of hope to let, to let you know what you have lost, what you don't run off and left because of sin. That was much sorrow in the land and it still is today. And it's getting worse and worse. It's not getting better and better. The blood of Jesus Christ the sinless lamb of God would make salvation possible for the human race. Now, amen, there was nobody going to heaven after Adam and Eve had sinned. They had to wait, amen, till a redeemer was born on this earth. They had to wait till Jesus Christ come. 
before him a sinless lamb of God. John said, behold, the lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world had to come into this world before Adam and Eve could be redeemed in order to get back into paradise. And would make salvation possible for the human race. Now the Lord has made salvation possible for the human race. But sin, see, I got an ugly head, red up, and done what she wants to. But in order to get to heaven, holiness is necessary, children. Holiness is not a denomination. Holiness is the way of the Lord. It is the characteristic of the Lord. Holiness is, amen, the way that God lives, the way that God acts, amen. Amen. God wants all of his people is to be holy. Mankind experienced the salvation through an experience called the new birth. Amen. This is how mankind experienced Amen. Salvation through the new birth. You got to be born again. You got to be changed. Amen. From the inside. This new birth. There is nothing like amen. This new birth. Through repentance and being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sin. And in the infilling of the Holy Spirit. We are born again. We are new creations in Christ Jesus. Now, you can't get around, amen, being, amen, born again. You can't get into heaven. There is no way around getting into heaven without experiencing, amen, these three things. you got to repent. That is a man of separate faith. You got to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for all the remission of your sin. That's another, amen, act of faith. But that's a natural thing. And then, amen, you got to be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. And began to speak in other tongues. And the Spirit of God give you uttering. That is your third act. As the initial points of the new birth experience, a person or is a perfect babe in Christ, and he has much growing to do. Now, even when we do this, amen, we, we're just a babe in Christ. You got a lot to do. You got a lot of growing to do. You just getting into this thing. The growing process is matured in Christ and becoming more like Jesus. Our growing process, amen, is a mature thing. You got to grow. You don't, amen, get holy overnight. And what I mean about that, amen, you don't know everything overnight. You got to grow. Jesus grew in stature. We have to grow. We have to learn about the Lord. It takes time to learn about the Lord. It takes some suffering experience for some time to really learn about the Lord. But we want it all in just one nutshell. It don't come that way. A person take on the holy nature of God at his spiritual birth. You put on the holy nature of God at your spiritual birth. But he's still living in a flesh of the body. You can't go to boasting, amen, about I'm saved and I'm sanctified, amen, and the Lord to deliver me. You're stealing in this flesh of body. And this flesh of body still desire for you to live in sin. Holiness is necessary to clean and to prepare him to live a Christian life here on earth. And only to prepare him for heaven. Amen. You got to live a holy life right here on earth. Before you talk about getting into heaven, amen, you got to please the Lord right here on earth. You got to live a holy life. 
That is a life without sin. You got to grow to that perfection. We all are still growing. Without holiness, we cannot see the Lord. The word of God is plain and telling us, amen, you can't see the Lord without holiness. And we are dead to sin. We died to sin. For in that he died, he died once. And Jesus said he was not going to die anymore. Before coming to God, a person is alive to sin. Before coming to God, a person is alive to sin. Indeed, sin is the master that reigns in his life. Before we come to the Lord, sin rules us. David said, I was born, I was shaped in iniquity. Sometimes we may wonder how and why some individual commits horrible acts of violence and sin. It is because they are not completely, it is because they are not in complete control. They are serving their master, the devil. When we see amen, all these horrible acts, amen, these young people that are committing, amen, shooting up to schools and shooting up malls. We want to admit what's wrong with them children. They are under the control of their master. Their manipulator, Satan, has manipulated their mind. This is why they act the way they do it. For this reason, people are bound by drugs. Why do you think people like to get drugs, amen? It takes them out of the natural use of their natural mind, put them on some kind of false high, and they do things, amen, that they don't want to do. That's amen. You are under the influence of Satan. You may call it the drug, but Satan making you do this. Alcohol. Alcohol has brought many good men and good women down. Wise men and wise women, amen. They done, it done brought them down. They've been started off taking a little nip, amen, taking, taking a little bit, amen. But hey, listen, a little sin, if you keep on sinning, amen, it'll defile your whole body. You can start taking a little thing. Well, I'm in control. Keep on taking it, amen. And when you know one thing, amen, it'll be all over you. Alcohol and sinful pleasure. That's what Satan, amen, have our flesh reaching at today is sinful pleasure. We want to go out, amen, and we want to expose what God gave us. We want to live in Simple pleasure. Talking a lot of nonsense stuff and doing a lot of nonsense stuff. Amen. That's a, that's the plus. We call it fun. It enslaves an individual. Sin enslaves you. You are nothing but a slave to sin. You may say, Bishop, I'm having a good time. You might be having a good time, but you're still a slave of sin. God don't want us as Christians to be a slave of sin. That's why he gave us the new birth. But they feel powerless to deny their simple urge. They feel power to deny their simple urge. They get up looking for it every morning. Every evening, amen, they're looking for something, amen, to satisfy this old flesh. When we come to God, the first thing that we must do is to believe in God. That's the first thing, amen, anybody should do. You've got to believe in God. We must believe that 
He is able and willing to help us. When you come to him, that's what we're coming for. We're coming for help. And we must have faith in his word, which will motivate us to obey him. We're coming to the Lord for help because we are in sin. We are miserable. Hebrews 11 and 6 says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. You can't come to the Lord except you have faith. You've got to believe that he is. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a reward unto them that diligently seek him. Lord, amen, that proves that to so many billions of us. He is a reward to those that diligently seek him. Holiness is of Jesus Christ. The necessity of being holy, living a holy life. I know your flesh and my flesh both say, we don't want to do that. We want to enjoy uh, this old present life. Many young folks say, amen, say, amen. I know it might be right to live holy, but you know I'm too young to live holy. Don't let Satan tell you that lie. Death and disease is knocking on your door. From the way the pleasures of this life is offering you. Amen. Death and disease. Young men and young women now can't hardly find a good mate because they are afraid of what they have. With true faith in God and his word, sinners will feel remorse for their sin, convicting convicting them in their heart of his sinful past. He repents of his sin, and he confesses his transgression against God. And he be seeking God for forgiveness. I'm so glad, amen, that God is not like man. God will forgive us for our sins. God wants every one of you out there is to ask him, come to him, and ask him to forgive you for your sins. And he's faithful and just to do just that. There is a spiritual death. Dying out to sin and to selfishness, desire. There's a spiritual death that we get to die right here on earth. Die out to sin and selfishness, desire. Because we can be all for selfish. But when we die in Christ Jesus, the Lord takes that separate spirit out of us. But many of us are confessing Jesus and still selfish. We're just as selfish as we can be. You ain't died enough. If you got that kind of spirit within you, that you just want everything to go your way and do what you want to do, even you claiming that you done died out of sin, you look, you got the wrong kind of spirit. Because the sinner has died spiritually to his own sinful will, The scripture revealed that we are buried with Christ in water baptism as we are immersed in the name of Jesus Christ, Romans 6 and 4. You must go down into the right name. When you are baptized, you ought to go down in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sin. According to the word of God, there is none other name that is given among heaven whereby a man must be saved except the name of Jesus. So if you want your sin washed away, amen, you've got to make up in your mind, amen, who you serve My God. Receiving the infilling of the Holy Ghost completes the new birth experience 
by the resurrection him to walk in the newness of a spiritually and a motivated life. Amen. It changes your it changes your outlook. You want to walk in a spiritually and a motivated life. Amen. All things are passed away. The Bible says, and behold, all things has become new. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. We don't have no business serving sin. Come on, children, we have no business serving sin. Sin has no more dominion over if we don't accept the Jesus Christ within our lives and receive the infidelness of the Holy Ghost. Sin has no more dominion over us. We are a new creation in Christ Jesus. <laughs> Death to our past life of sin are defeated. We don't die. Jesus died once, and he don't have to die no more. And you can spiritually die on this side. Amen. You can die now, and you don't have to die no more. I mean, die out to sin. The old things have passed away, and all things have become new. You ought to be have a new mind, a new understanding, a new life. When you come to Jesus Christ, everything ought to change in your life. All that old baggage you used to have, you ought to get rid of it. The new conversion takes on the divine nature of Jesus Christ. Yes, now we're coming, amen, to be like Jesus. Coming to be like him. We are not like him yet. We're coming to be like him. We're coming to learn him. We haven't learned him. His desire ought to change the things he wants love, he hates. And the things he wants hate, he loves. When you come to Jesus Christ and you really know that you're going to come to Jesus, the things that you used to love, the swinging of the girlfriends and boyfriends and going out drinking a little bit, smoking this and amen, uh, using a little uh, dope here, and, uh, amen, done things you don't have to make. The thing that you used to love, you hate it now. You don't want to do it no more. You fight strongly against that because you're now you're going to put on the nature of Jesus Christ. For instance, God hates sin. And if God hates sin, and after receiving the Holy Spirit, the new Christians also hate sin. If you are born again and you don't hate sin, you ain't really been born again. If you don't hate sin, you have not really been born again. We lose our appetite for the sinful pleasures that fills our life before our conversion. We lose our appetite for the sinful things. How do I know, amen, because I lost my appetite for the sinful things. Boy, I used to like to go out and party every weekend. And if I could find some place open through the week, I wanted to be there. But when Jesus came into my life, he took all of that away from me. I found myself in a little church where there may have been six or seven or eight or ten people. I found myself down there praising the Lord with them. I know, amen, that took nothing but a God to change me. But I'm so glad, amen, that I heard his voice and he changed me, praise the Lord. This new conversion takes on the divine nature of Christ. His desire are changed. The things he once loved, he now hates. Unfortunately, it does not mean that Christians are incapable of sinning. It don't mean, amen, because you took on Jesus Christ, you can't sin. 
Oh, yes, you can sin easy. The fleshly nature is still present with us. As long as this fleshly nature is still present with us, let me tell you, amen, you got to put that fleshly nature under your feet every day, every hour, every minute, praise the Lord. You can't let it rise and get ahead of the Spirit of God. You've got to crucify it. Paul said, I die daily. Now I understand it more than ever. He had to die daily. He had to put the thing, amen, of this flesh under his feet. Don't amen, the whole thing will come alive in it. But Paul crucified him. I die daily. But we live, but we can live victorious over sin as long as we is keeping the old nature of sin under submission to the new spirit within us. A person will sin if he allow his flesh and desire to overpower the influence of the spirit of God. Yes, you will. You will sin if you allow your fleshly spirit to overpower the spirit of God that lives within you. As long as we are living in this flesh, the battle for control of our life will continue to rage. We got a battle. We can't stop fighting. You can't give the flesh an inch. But God gave us power. I said God gave us power. We ain't no match for our flesh. God got to give us power. God gave us power to overcome sin and to live holy. Acts 1 and 8 says, But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Beloved, if you got the Holy Ghost, you're going to, you're going to receive a supernatural power. You're not just going to be the same like you was, amen, before you said uh, 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 amen, before Jesus came into you. You want amen. There is a supernatural experience that you are going to go through, and you want to receive a supernatural power when the Holy Ghost come upon you. The Holy Ghost is nothing but power in his own self. The early church members were first called Christian Christians at Antioch because they reminded the people of the lifestyle of Jesus Christ. What a tremendous compliment. Now, the early church people, they, man, they were called Christians at Antioch. Those people act like Christians. They lived like Christians. They walked like Christians. They talked like Christians. They dressed like Christians. It was a difference in their lives. It was a difference between holy and unholy. It was it was a difference between clean and unclean. But as the power of sin and got so great in the land today, we living in a time now. All we call saints, I don't know what we really call the saints. The saints don't want to change from the world. I heard a preacher say once. The church was the light of the world. But now the world is a light to the church. And that seems very true. Because every fashion, everything that go on, amen, the church want to look just like the world. Holiness is a process of growing. You ought to grow. When you study the word of God, amen, and you understand the word of God, Jesus ought to teach you how to live, how to walk, how to pray. Over a period of time, we conquer the flesh trade and become more like Jesus. It may be a struggle in the beginning, but if you keep on praying, you keep on praying, you'll overcome the trade of Satan, amen, and you'll be living like Jesus because you know who'll be talking to you. You know who be moving within you, your mind, your soul, and your will. You are no ways of Satan. We do not experience 
the new birth one week and become material saints the next week. No, you don't. You you don't. You don't. Amen. That's where many people are making a mistake. Yet they accept Jesus Christ. Now they feel like, well, I got it all now. I know it all. No, you are a babe in Christ, and you must grow to maturity. You can't accept Jesus Christ this week, Amen. Thank you. Go off and run everything if you can't do it. It is a day-by-day walk with Jesus Christ. It has been said that conversion is the miracle of a mama. But the making of a saint is a lifetime job. Oh, it takes a lifetime for you to grow into holiness. It takes a lifetime, amen, for your life is a change and really please Jesus. Christians should learn not to be satisfied at any certain level of spiritual growth and stop there. Amen. I have met Christians so aggravating. They say, I know, I know, I know. I don't, and I don't know what they know. But amen, a Christian should never let himself be put in a predicament that I know so much that I don't have to learn anymore. Because it takes a, a lifetime to really live a complete and a perfect life in the sight of Jesus. Since it takes a lifetime to grow in grace, the approach of perfectness and holiness to cease to grow is to began to shiver and die. When you stop saying amen, uh, you know everything, you are ceasing to, to, to die. That's what you are. You are spiritually dying. When you think you know more than what you think you are, you are spiritually dying. We are never know what Jesus knows. Holiness and perfection are closely related. Perfection means that there are no flaws, various are blameless in something. God is holy. He is perfect. God needs no improvement. God is the epitome of pureness and perfection. He is a pattern of perfection, which will, which we all striving to attend to one day. There is no flaws in Jesus. We trying to get like Jesus. While in this life, we will never achieve absolutely perfection. We ain't gonna never, never. In this life, achieve absolutely perfection. For it is an ever-lasting goal. This is not to excuse for careless living and wilderness. However, the scripture mandated is that we must continue to strive for perfection. No matter how well you're living, how much you're praying, how much you're fasting, you still haven't made perfection. We must continue to strive. My beloved, are you striving for perfection? I'm talking about the necessity of being holy. A person will sin if he allow his flesh desire to overpower the influence of the Spirit of God. Yes, you will sin. But God gives us power to overcome 
We do not experience the new birth one week and become mature. It has been said that conversations the making of a saint is a lifetime journey. Christians, Christians should learn to be satisfied should learn not to be satisfied at any certain level of spiritual growth. Don't be satisfied. Keep on striving. Since, since it takes a lifetime growth in grace to approach perfection in holiness, we got to keep on striving. To cease to grow is to begin to shiver and die. While in this life, we will never achieve absolutely perfection, but it is our everlasting goal. This is not excusing the careless life and worldliness, however. The spiritually mandated is that we continue to strive for perfection. We constantly is pressing for the mark of a higher calling, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Paul said, I'm forgetting the thing behind me, and I'm pressing forward for a higher mark of the call in Christ Jesus. Holy living is necessary for Christian living. We must live holy to every existing spirituality. We will either live our life as dead to sin and live under Christ without us, or we will die spiritually. To be holy is a twofold thing. To be holy is to be set apart for God that is separated from sin. And the things of this world, holiness is also to be consecrated and dedicated to God and his purpose on earth. That's the kind of life, amen, children of God, that we must live in order to perfect holiness. The flesh will lust after the former things if we allow it to do it. Yes, the flesh will lust after the former thing, if we allow it. It is forever seeking to gain dominion over the spiritual man and to bring a person unto bondage again. The flesh want to bring you just where you were in the beginning, want to bring you back under sin. The flesh want to control you. The flesh want to rule over you. But you are a new creature in Christ Jesus now. You can't look backwards. You've got to constantly look forward. <clears throat> Paul admonished us not to allow the sin to range in our monster body. If you happen to sin, young people, if you happen to sin and you're really living for the Lord and you do something wrong against God's will, don't let sin therefore range in your mortal body that you should obey it in the lust thereof. If you know you did it wrong, repent. Get up, brush yourself off. Don't stay there and wallow. Don't be like a sow in the mud. Clean yourself up. You don't have to stay in the mud because you fell in it. We are not to yield our bodies, our members as uh, members of ungodly living any longer. We can't meet. Uh, amen. If you if you stole, you don't steal no more. If you allow the amen committing adultery, you don't do it no more. You allow that lying, you don't do it no more. We can't overcome these temptations. By being alive in Christ, that is being sensitive to 
and the leading of his spirit. That's why, amen, you know whether you're living a life for Jesus. Because, amen, your life's going to tell off on you. But when you find out, amen, the thing that you used to do, you don't do it no more. You know you're growing in Christ Jesus. You know you may not have got to where you want to be, but you know you are not where you used to be. A Christian must always be filled with the Spirit of God. Always, always keep the Spirit of God living within our lives. Human beings are no match with their own power for the enemy of our soul. We, we ain't no match for the, uh, 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 with our own power. Amen. For the enemy of our soul, we ain't no match with it. Only the Spirit of God has the power to help a person overcome sin. Only the Spirit of God. We are weak. There is no good thing in the flesh. We need the power of the Holy Ghost to be within us. That's why it is necessary to have that power, that dunamis power. We can be thankful that God did not leave us to these forces of evil. He knew that we could not do it on our own, so he gave us this wonderful Holy Ghost to give us the needed power. It is another demonstration of the love that God has for his creation. God gave us something. Amen. He gave us the power of the Holy Ghost. And Paul said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. The liberty and freedom that God has given us to grow in his grace, his holiness, does not give us a license to sin or to view the grace of God. Now, amen, God has given us, amen, freedom. But it is not freedom to go out there and sin. Romans 6 and 5, 15 says, What then shall we say? Because we are under the law. But under grace, God forbids us to sin. And amen, if you are a saved individual, you don't want to sin. Now, if you willfully and don't mind sinning, you ain't saved. But when you really come to Jesus, you don't want to be saved. You don't want to sin. If we yield ourselves to sin, we will become the servant of sin. If we yield yourself to sin, you will become the servant of sin. And if you become the servant of sin, whoever you serve, that's who you obey. If you serve the devil, that's who you obey. No matter how much you say, I love Jesus, ever who you yield yourself serving to, that is to whom serving you are. This is Dr. Moore, amen, and staff saying, God bless you. Amen. So next Thursday night, I will come back. We want to talk about living a holy life. Amen. That was beautiful coming from Dr. Moore. First off, we want to thank the person that called in from the state of Indiana tonight. We appreciate that. From the state of Indiana, someone calling in tonight. God bless you. All right. We will be back on next Thursday, we will continue on this topic. We are living in the last days, and these topics are going to teach us what we need to know. God bless and good night, everybody. Bye-bye. Join Planet Fitness now through March 16th and get the PF Black Card for zero enrollment and $22.99 a month. You'll enjoy an upgraded experience with tons of perks. Like access to more than 2,000 locations worldwide? Yep. Super soothing hydro massage chairs? Yes. Can I bring a friend every time? Sure. Can my friend be a horse? Mm, nay. Uh, sorry. Get the PF Black Card and feel fitacular. Zero enrollment, $22.99 a month. Deal ends March 16th. See Club for details. You know it's going to be a good day when your biggest concern in the morning is collecting the crumbs falling from the McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit. Your only concern should be, has your day peaked too early? Enjoy every last crumb of the new McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit for only $3. At Eddie Size Soft Drink for just a dollar, and you'll get your day started on a high note. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.